Hi, this is David Brevik, the creator of Diablo and It Lurks Below, and you're listening to Budget Arcade. gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Elliot. I'm Jason. And welcome to episode number 18. Just to recap, we play a free-to-play game for a week and then we go and review it. Um, Elliot, what is this week's game? This week's game is The Darwin Project. Uh, The Darwin Project is a free-to-play multiplayer online battle royale developed and published by Scavenger Studios. Uh, It was launched on Steam Early Access and Xbox Game Preview on March 9th, 2018. Um, It does not have an ESRB rating, but the common sense media suggests ages 15 plus. Okay, um, we also have a... We also have a special guest this week. Um, it is a streamer for Darwin Project, and that is Matterall. How you guys doing today? Good, man. Doing How good, you doing? doing? Very good. Doing good, doing good. All right, so let's talk about the uh, gameplay. So this is a third-person battle royale. Um, unlike other battle royales, um, this one only has 10 players at a time, with an 11th player as well, but we'll talk about that specific player in just a moment. Um, You only have an axe and a bow and arrow for your weapons, so there's no other weapons whatsoever in the game. There is, however, what's called electronics that you can craft into other tools, as well as different uh, tool sets that you can put on there as well. The 10 player limit here is like the biggest thing that sets this battle royale apart, right? Oh, yeah, I honestly agree. Besides yeah. the, it is. the hidden 11th player, but that's got to be the big selling point here, right? That you would push if you're Scavenger yeah, Studios. Yeah, I would probably push I the so. um, show director as probably one of the biggest things. And also that it's like, it's not like normal battle royales where like you have 100 people going in. It's kind of like an arena royale where it's only 10 players, free for all kind of style, kind of like a mix of Halo, I would say. Kind of like the long yeah, kill but... times with the small amount of players in the game. And your early game is different, so there's not a lot of early game fights because there's no bus or plane or helicopter you're jumping out of. You spawn where you spawn, uh, and you immediately go to looting. Uh, That's true. So yeah. you, there's not a lot of that. I dropped, and I'm dead right away because I didn't get a gun where I started the yeah, you, you, it's like one of those only games where you actually start with your weapon. You know, you got your axe, you got your bow, you just craft stuff that, like, kind of helps your gameplay, but it's not necessary for the gameplay, you know? That's a big part of it, too, man. I jumped into the game, I'm like, dude, where's my guns? <laughs> so <laughs> That's true, yeah. So that's another There's big no aspect RNG of it. too. Exactly. Yeah, man. So I mean, that's yeah. another big aspect of it. You have, you know, 10 people plus a show director, no guns. Uh, very different than your typical Battle Royale game these days. That's true, yeah. I would say probably like one of the coolest aspects is the fact of making your own class. 
Yeah, kind of like yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It's almost required. Like from my point of view, when I I played the classes, I'm like, okay, that skill's good, and I want that. And it's just like once you played all the classes, it's just best to go ahead and make your own custom class because you're going to be more overpowered that way. Yeah, that's true. Because it, it seems like the three classes are balanced among themselves. Yeah, and then there's the custom that just isn't. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's at that point you're like, well, I like my tripwires, I like my bear traps, how do I get a class that I can abuse both of those, you know? like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you've played, why would you not go to custom class, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the custom is definitely... If you're trying to win, right? Especially because like, you can build around, like, if you want a speed build, you can have, like, the special boots, You can build, or you want, like, a hunting build where if you shoot someone, it tracks them for five seconds and you use, like, speed to go faster. Um, so part of the gameplay is the looting system. You're not looking for guns uh, or weapons or anything of that nature. You're looking for wood and leather and then your is it mechanics or technology i can't remember what electronics it's oh electronics electronics and uh those are really the three things you loot uh the other things you'll find are ways to track your enemies so it's kind of this survival battle royale in the sense that there's some survival elements there's the cold that is constant yeah and uh so you have to build fires the other thing that's hugely different is that the there's no circle that shrinks. Yeah. It's these hexagons that uh, kind of close here and there. And uh, you do, you all still get pushed to the same area, but it's done in a different way than most of the traditional battle royales. I think another cool aspect about that is that the zones themselves are never in the same area. So there's multiple different ways the map can be. It's like it's always the same hexagon but it's a different tile in that hexagon's place. Like, so bottom left can actually be bottom right or middle next game, you know? It could be random. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like Catan in that sense. I kept thinking of that mm-hmm. when playing. And like, it kind of goes into, like, the lore where, like, it's supposed to be your first time there from a prison, so it's pretty cool in that aspect. Yeah, it's got a very uh, Unreal Tournament feel to it, as well as yeah. it, it really feels like somebody took the uh, Hunger Games and threw it into a video game. That's, like... Just because of the show director having the ability to, you know, throw things at the players that they may or may not like, um, they can either the show director can either help them or hinder them, and it just it puts such a good twist on the game that's completely different from any other battle royales. Um, there was also, do they still have uh, the Twitch integration there, Matterall? Yes, they do. So what's really cool about that is like my Twitch viewers can actually vote if the show director decides that. So let's say that they have like a heal. All they have to do is drag that heel to the bottom right section of the screen, and it will say, let the spectators decide. And everyone watching my stream, it's not on phone, I believe, at the moment, but it is on PC, where it will actually pop up with all the players' profile pictures and names, and you get to pick who gets that heel, who gets that invincibility, what zone gets closed. It's really cool in that aspect. Oh, man, that's wicked. Yeah, but that's only available through the PC version. I know the Xbox version does not have that ability because... It doesn't. It's just I guess it's just harder to integrate whenever you're playing Show Director on the actual Xbox as opposed to if you're on the PC. It's probably um, something like Xbox side where like you probably can't send that kind of information or it's a little bit harder and they got to figure that out. Yeah, but... When you guys were playing, how many times did you guys have Show Directors who actively were like engaged in the gameplay... I only had a couple of times where a guy would, like, actually talk as we're fighting and stuff. I feel like, um, since the game hasn't had as many, like, 
players in a while because the game's slowly like it doesn't have ads it hasn't released it's actually releasing in this winter they just announced so we'll have like a marketing push around there but i feel like when the game was a little bit more popular before it started to like die down a little bit with no ads and such there was a lot of people you had like shadow casters and tons of people who were really into the lore and like talking during it oh yeah whenever uh, i feel like now it first came out for xbox last year it's actually been out for xbox i think a year now because it came out right yeah. before october um, but there was a ton of people that were doing show director and they were very like they would interact with people there there was a uh, they did a top 100 for show directors as well as for the players um, which was quite interesting it was their tournament based style of play where they took the top 100 players of each each section and they uh, would pit them against each other they actually um they were doing that up until like this month. I think this is the first time that they're not gonna be doing it, but every month the top 100 actually have a tournament and they pick from like the top 10 show directors to choose who's actually gonna stream it and that kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool in that aspect. But they're gonna start doing that again after a launch in winter. I, I thought combat was a little weird at first. Um, I like the aspect of being able to block shots and stuff if you can swing your ax at the right time. Um, but I also kind of hated the knockback effect that it does. Mm, I get that. Um, I, I I got used to it and I you know got better at it, but I I I don't know I it it's weird. It's just the only way to put it. It's not that it's bad, but it's not that it's good. It's just different. It's just off putting because it's yeah it is different and you like don't know how to react to it when it happens because if you get hit by an arrow or an axe, you're flying. Yeah, and there's actually kind of a good thing if you're the one being hit in a lot of ways because it kind of gets you out of harm's way. There's a lot of times I'll shoot an arrow at someone and I'll beam them for 200 damage or whatever. But it'll have sent them back over a hill. And by the time I chase them down, they're gone, you know. Yeah. And so there can be That's a benefit. True. Yeah. And it also adds to like cool like shots and stuff being hit just because of that knockback factor. You can hit someone at a long range and hit them into lava, you know, or all these different kind of ways to kill them. Maybe place like a trap down and then hit them into it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I've... Uh done it where i've mm -hmm. put traps down on the bridges over the lava area and as soon as they get hit by the trap i shoot them with the arrow and they just drop in the lava fun stuff yeah that's always fun the most success i've seen well i've had when i was playing the game is when you actually do that melee attack and how they're getting knocked back if you quickly hit the jump button and then melee again you'll do kind of like a swing down yeah. motion and that kind of forces you to get up on them again and it gets another hit in and then just follow that up with like a sweet arrow shot you'll almost get a kill about 80% of the time. That's true. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that there's multiple ways to hit the axe. Like, if you press spacebar, if you swing oh, and spacebar at the same time, you do, like, a spin attack. If you jump and then swing forward, you do a downward, like, uppercut, but just, like, a swing downward. And then, um, if you're in the air, if you jump and press um, left or right, you'll actually swing a normal swing while in the air. So it'll go left to right instead of down. And... All axes are directional, so whatever way you're facing with your axe is where you actually hit. So if you're facing upward, that's where it will swing. If you're facing forward, that's where it will swing. And if you're on a hill and you're like um, swinging downward, you have to actually look downward to swing. It's not like there's a big hitbox in front of you. Yeah, the only way I learned that was because of the queue times are so long that you get to the point where you're just running around trying things, you know, yeah. in that little room. And I was like, oh, you can do all these weird things I didn't notice. But that was because I would wait in queue for like eight minutes. Yeah, sometimes. that's what's sad about the game's um, player base being small right now. It's an unrecognized game, unreally played. And But the cool thing that they actually did 
is that they made it that no matter as long as two people are in the lobby two plus the game will start in eight minutes no matter what okay so it's like if you can't find a 10 player lobby during like bad times you can still find a game it just takes a little bit longer so now that we've discussed the actual player gameplay let's discuss a little bit about the show director gameplay um i believe matterall and myself are probably the only ones who have played it enough to be able to delve into the show director um i don't know if jeff or elliot or anybody else was able to were you guys able to i've done maybe two or three show director runs i did it once i didn't like i didn't care for it so i i just didn't focus on it i feel like it's more for streamers oriented you know yeah very true i'm gonna let scott and matter i'll take it but i just my brief experience was you don't have a ton of power like it's at least from my point of view after a little while after you've sort of used these skills that you have and if i remember correctly like spending almost mana or some sort of gem or something to use your abilities as the show director and i got to a point where i just ran out of stuff to do so now i'm just watching people play the game um, but it might have been just my limited experience. Yeah, so, so as a show director, what you can do is you can use your powers to push people in certain directions, to facilitate faster battles, um, just stuff like that. Uh, I've, there's quite a few different things that you can do. Um, some of my favorites were the uh, nuke. Um, also, That's oh, yeah, you, you nuke a zone. Anybody who doesn't get out of that zone in time is fried. You got 60 seconds. Yep. Um, so you can close zones, and if you close them, you know, in a creative enough way, you can trap people in zones where they can't get out fast enough, and then they'll freeze to death. Uh, there's what's called a blood moon, which makes it where every player can see the position of the, every other player. Uh, a couple other things, there's um, a beach party. party yeah, that doubles every supply that people far- harvest. As well, yeah, as and it also makes it where you can see all um, the harvestable items through walls. Yes. Oh, I hated that in the beginning. Like it would screw me up every time I was going to a fight <laughs> when beach party was up. I don't know what it was about yeah. it, but it would always mess up my vision on that. I always like the joke that like on Blood Moon and Beach Party look like a Snapchat filter, like a girl taking a Snapchat. <laughs> you know, you just boost it as much as you can. It's so hard to see. Oh yeah. Did they change clothes too? Like when you're at a beach party, they're all like wearing. Like, oh yeah, you're wearing um, swimsuits, and if you have a um, if you have an armor on, you have these like swimmies on. They're these like ducky swimmies on your arms. Oh, the so nice. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, when they first came out with beach party, it was everybody was naked and they just had blurry boxes over. Yes, their, uh, people areas. just did not enjoy that at all. Yes, <laughs> that's probably what helped them get that 15 plus rating in the start. Yes. <laughs> definitely nudity for the win <laughs> i think one of my favorite um show director powers definitely has to be exposed where it exposes you to the, your nearest person so it's like just us two of you see each other and it's like a full-out war between the two of you like you know where they are yeah mine always my favorite was manhunt that was where you drop oh. a you basically tag one player and make him <laughs> If, you, if the other players kill him, they get a huge bonus in the supplies that they get from killing him. And it, you know, really puts people at edge, at, you know, against each other really bad. They could really change the game, too. If you could survive a manhunt, you get so much loot. Oh, yeah. 
I know I've seen some show directors will the, they will put a manhunt on one person and then when everybody starts converging on that person they drop a blood moon so everybody knows where everybody else is at yes. and then they're like oh crap everybody's out, out here we gotta kill them all it's so much fun I think what's really cool about the manhunt is that like with the twitch interaction as we talked about earlier is they can really let your stream decide and then it's really your stream that's the one that made you visible to everyone and you can't be mad at the show director at that point it's you're mad at your viewers and it's really allows you to put on a show you know oh yeah and that's that's the whole aspect i was talking about it's very similar to what is depicted in the hunger games yeah very true I think they definitely use that as motivation. Even as you walk around the map, you can actually see they went with the whole, like, it's a game show idea, and you can see cameras on trees and in cabins. Yeah, that is kind of cool. Yeah, I did like one of the things, you'll go into a cabin, and you'll see a map, and you can see how many people are in your zone, if there's people nearby, and they either decide to engage or back out further. I thought that yeah. was cool that Those are actually really you could cool. actually look and say, especially with there just being 10 people, it's it helps to kind of get things moving and get engaged a little bit. Uh, but I found that with the 10 people though, I was more likely to win obviously. And the matches didn't take too long. Um, I, one of the things I kind of wish was more in the gameplay, cause I love the idea of survival of, um, you know, but really the only survival aspect is keeping yourself warm. I, I, I wouldn't mind to seeing like a bigger map, and maybe a slower game, slower pushing, but you're hunting and gathering and you're doing everything from scratch. Um, and just to kind of really push that survival aspect a little more. Because other than the cold, to me, there really wasn't a survival element. Yeah, I definitely think it would be cool and to see, like, um, wolves. You know, right now they have bears in the game. Maybe they'll have, like, actual, like, maybe, like, AI animals around the map. I think it would be cool to have, like, bunnies maybe and, like, have, like, that kind of survival aspect to the game. Yeah, and then have, like, the show director release the hounds, you awesome. know, like, like he could throw meat on the ground and then the wolves would come and get you, or, you know, I, I think there's a lot of room for creativity uh, that I would like to see them take, but obviously I'm not a game developer, so yeah, I don't I know how much that actually is as far as work goes. the game devs uh, last year, I think it was, they were, like, asking for people to put in suggestions and stuff, and I said, show director power, a pack of wolves. And uh, make them where they take like two hits instead of like the one <laughs> single hit that the deer take, and just have them like yeah, in a cool. specific area, and just like you know five or six wolves go and attack whoever's in that area. But alas, they haven't done it yet. I think there really is a lot more that can be done with show directors. Honestly, there's so it's it's like such a different concept for a game. Oh yeah, that, and like, they, so they just recently added a do. new power for show director a couple months yeah. back. It's called the floor is lava, and it just fills uh, <laughs> a, a specific tile that the show director picks with lava up to a certain point. Uh, how high up does it go? Because I haven't been against a show director that's done that. It goes really, really high up. Um, almost on every zone, you could definitely get above it. But like, if you're standing outside the zone and you oh, look wow. up, that wall goes pretty high. <laughs> Yeah, but the coolest part is, um, if you didn't know, a glider, when it goes over lava, actually goes upward. So if you are in a floor is lava and it starts to rise, just jump and pop a glider and it will actually just keep bringing you higher and higher because you'll always stay above the lava. Another cool um, ability for show directors, I don't know if you guys ran into it, was Gravity Storm where it makes it like there's zero gravity. Oh, Jason you hated power, that. One. You can just like jump so high. 
Oh it's so cool because like no. it leads to the best Twitch shots. <laughs> it, it, it's so cool what you could do if it just like for cool moments. Well, mine it was just most most inconvenient time. I forgot where we were in this like glacier stage, and underneath us was lava, like these little pits oh. of lava. So every time I got hit or shot, I'd bounce back, you know, like a hundred feet right into the damn lava. Yeah, <laughs> and I ran out of gas. Yeah, lighters on his uh, his loadout on that time, so <laughs> he went right into the lava at the very end. <laughs> and of course, of course it was him and one other person and that was it show directors yeah, yeah man lost my one on one. Oh man that's never fun show directors also um they used to have an ability called invincibility but since it was like so OP for a show director to give someone invincibility they had to remove it but it's still usable in custom games so let me get this straight is the, is the show director is the show director alive in the game, or what do you mean by that? So I mean, is he like running around, or is he like what? a third person dude? It's like a drone that's like third person. It's kind of like if you were spectating a match, you could go player to player. Oh, okay. So I mean, I was kind of confused. I said like you guys can kill him or whatever. That that can't be done, right? It, I think it's a joke. It's more of a joke in the lobby. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, can, you can shoot the show director but in like, the lobby, but the show director is like a bunch of electricity. electricity. All right. So yeah. we're going to take a short break to you can't do real uh, damage plug some of our other podcasts in our network, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, Carrington? Hey, 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 Kyle. Nothing. Uh, what, what's that? What do you listen to? Only listen to the greatest inning gaming podcast of all time, Real Dudes Podcast. Hold on, hold on. Real Dudes Podcast? Yeah, you heard me right. Real Dudes Podcast, the greatest place to find indie reviews, interviews with developers, composers, journalists, and so much more. What? What? Oh, hold on, hold on. Where can I listen to Real Dudes Podcast? They have a website at realdudespodcast.com or even your favorite podcasting apps such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and much more. Okay. Well, now that I know about Real Dudes Podcast, I am canceling all of my plans. I'm skipping work, and I'm going to just go and listen to them. Dude, that's what I did. Real Dudes Podcast, the greatest indie gaming podcast of all time. A scary home companion is filled with killers, cannibals, and cults, monsters, mayhem, and music. My name is Nathaniel Hensley. Join me as I spin original tales of horror and suspense and give you deep, intense stories that will make it feel less like a podcast and more like a horror movie in every single episode. You can listen to A Scary Home Companion on Buzzsprout, iTunes, or Spotify. All right, we're back talking about the Darwin Project. I don't know what our next so, topic is. Are we, are we going talk to talk about what pain gets you in this game? Um, this game is a pay to bedazzle. Um, uh, all transactions that you would pay for <laughs> get you in-game currency, which the in-game currency is ramen. And the reason behind that, of course, is yeah, beef ramen. Oh, yeah, beef but the reason ramen. behind that is because ramen, <laughs> as well as cigarettes, in the prison system are considered to be currency. Yes. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's, actually, had... that's actually interesting to know. I just figured that it was since it was a Canadian yeah, game. Yeah, Scott spent some time. He doesn't no, like to no, talk they, about they it. No, no, they specifically did it that way. It's a dark uh, period. One of the devs had said that's the reason that they Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what everyone says. Uh-huh, sure. Hey, it was one of the devs. Hey, hey Big Louie yeah. Big Louie said it, it's the I wrote the it on a blog. 
Okay. It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. I you didn't do any time, but, uh, I don't know. Different skins. You've got uh, no where boots, to put a body. You uh, know. Pants, shirts, axe, and your uh, bow and arrow, as well as helmets that you can purchase with the ramen that you purchase it with it with real money. Um, they did have a battle pass back in October of 2018, um, but it was I think it was just basically to test it out and see how it ran for the game. Um, they haven't had another one yeah. since, but I imagine once they go to full release in uh, the winter, that it'll probably be added to that as well. Um, honestly, course, yeah. their battle pass was probably the I best battle pass I've ever really had. Cool. They when they did it, there was enough. Uh, if you completed the entire battle pass, you got enough ramen to give you back what you spent on the battle pass. And it also, um, if you completed the battle pass. All the way through, you got special missions that you did like in game. It was like kill five people with an axe, kill five people with a bow, have someone open a rigged chest, and it gave you like special, kill somebody with like lava. a special skin that was like called the Inferno Challenges. Yeah, it was a really cool like idea. I think that um, another cool thing with in-game cosmetics and like in-game cos um, like currency of ramen is that every time you level up, you get a. Uh, gift box oh that can be like a random thing in the game anyway so you don't have to yeah, spend money true. on the game gotten, to like bedazzle uh, yourself i've got an axe that's a legendary axe that i didn't spend anything on yeah and those are always fun oh yeah i've got it's the one that's the morning star oh okay i love that one it's it's the it's the uh that's be nice man i got some star. blue boots oh okay i think what's really cool about this game is that there's so many different like cosmetics and it's kind of like it's not like a normal battle royale with like Fortnite where you have to wear the whole skin. You actually get to put different parts of every part of the skin, kind of like a Halo Reach customization. Yes. I think that's like different for battle royales and different for the kind of genre that they're in. Yeah, I don't think anyone can look at this battle royale and call it like a ripoff, like like Fortnite supposedly was a ripoff of PUBG and and on and on and on. They do so much different that just at first glance it isn't recognizable uh or even really comparable sure. to any of the other battle royales we've seen yeah i agree with you on that but if someone was to ask me what does which battle royale is this closest to i think, think it so? is fortnite just because of the artist i had to pick sure. one yeah i've played all i mean i've played just about every battle royale at some point i think this one just the aesthetics it does kind of have that closest vibe, to i guess that's the way you're going to say like design wise I, yeah, yeah. It, like look wise, you could say that a realm royale, but like yeah. moment to moment gameplay, it, it's kind of like really an arena game more than like a battle it. royale I mean, in that aspect. Yeah. Especially because like, yeah. I don't know many battle royale games that are like the kill time in this game is so long, and there's so many ways to get your health back that like usually in like Fortnite and stuff, I feel like the fights are so short compared to like this game where like it takes at minimum four shots to kill someone. And if you build an armor, it's a fifth shot. Then there's med kits. You can hit a deer for 50 health. You can have scav axe, which gets you more health for picking up bodies, picking up for any... It really is just, like, more of a complex kind of combat system yeah, the, than most battle The healing else. in it is uh, quite different. You know, you basically, you kill the heal. Um, if, you can get a, if you happen to pull a med kit out of a chest, you can heal that way. But, you know, you can get out of fights fairly well a lot of times, especially if somebody else joins the fray. 
Um, I had one match when I first started playing the game. It was uh, me against like three other people. My teammate had already died. And two other people ended up joining the fray. And I ran off, peeled off around this, uh, this hill and got up on top of everybody else, dropped a turret down as my electronic. I dropped my turret and started picking people off there. And I ended up winning that round of me against like six other people. Um, I think I ended up pulling three kills out of the whole thing, but it was just like I was the one who ended up being left standing out of that. That's always a fun feeling, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's you're just like yeah, I'm 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 the best. Yeah, getting the win is still as satisfying as it is in any battle royale. Like one time, I think Cody and I were playing one time and we got like two wins in a row, and it's like cool. oh okay. <laughs> uh, this guy I know named Cody. I owe him five bucks. Um, but, and I'm not going to post it again, post the same challenge. <laughs> yeah, he's looking to earn 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's still satisfying, especially when you get arrow kills because landing yeah. attacks is not easy. Um, and so when you do land them, it's fun. It's, you know, if you got a turret out and you've picked up a lot of, uh, technology or whatever it's called and you, you've got a full kit oh, yeah. my favorite uh, is, it can be pretty easy know, sometimes taking too, people so. you know pot shots back and forth with the axe and then they get low enough and they get scared start running off and you just pick them off with a long arrow it's so satisfying that that is a satisfying feeling for sure especially when you like lead them just right and the arrow just kind of like sails in the air mm -hmm. and then drops right to where they're running to and boom they're dead yeah, I think that's pretty cool is that like when they're in your face, it's kind of like you don't have to lead your shots. It's kind of hit scan, but like the further away they are, there is that leading of shots and it's kind of like a different vibe. Yeah, man, especially when you land Ooh. that headshot with the arrow and then I guess whoever that, the announcer guy is, he goes, oh, so headshot. So <laughs> you see that, that 200 health uh, red oh, flicker just you're like, on top of your screen? Point. The best is getting three headshots in yep. a row, because then you don't even need the four hits to hit kill someone. It only takes three, 600 HP. Yeah, uh, replayability. What do we say about the replayability of this? I thought I was going to hate this game, and I played it more than once. I kept, <laughs> I kept playing it, so I definitely think there's replayability for sure. Every fight is almost is different in an aspect. Yeah, yeah a lot changes a show per match, you're like, right. In it. They like change up the match so much. You'll never have the same match twice because of that. I feel like when the sudden death does come in, because like, it doesn't happen very often, because there's only ten players. But the sudden death, when the final zone actually shrinks to its smallest, that sudden death never stops moving. So you're always moving, even in end gameplay. So like even end fights are never the same. Oh yeah, when they added that, that was a stroke of genius on the mm -hmm. devs' part. They when they first started it, it only collapsed to a certain point and then it was stationary but then they added the uh the ability for it to move around and if you get in one of those zones that has like a bunch of obstacles in the way you're like you have to go in and out of the, the zone and risk freezing to death just because of that it, it it's just such a good play on their part it really made freezing and saving your wood so much more important just in case yeah i i can definitely um so one thing I would think maybe, because we talked about the builds and some idea I have almost to kind of give it a little bit more replayability is a variety in the loot. Because like I said, there really isn't a lot of variety in the loot. You set up your, your build 
and you kind of know what you want to go for with your build, you know, uh, every round. Whereas I think it almost might be like an interesting idea to find those skills lying around, so to speak, or so like each round your build is based on more of if what you happen upon Jeff, as opposed to they actually have a game mode because so much wood and so games, much uh, what I think like six months yeah, ago yeah every time you open a chest yeah every time you open a chest in that game mode it gives you a random blueprint well for your wheel so you can get anything and it's a lot more random I think if there was more players it would be like a separate game mode okay. online yeah because that to me <laughs> well then yeah it has a lot of replayability because that adds a lot to it because you're not that's the one thing is like I knew when playing the standard mode what I wanted to go for, what I wanted to build. You know, I always make sure I save one stick for fire. I need to make sure I build enough arrows. Do I want to shoot for my boots first? You know, and you kind of get a build that you want to do and you just do that build every time. So, um, but if they have a mode where I could go and play that, like you said, though, the player base is kind of small, so there probably isn't a lot of people in there doing that mode they're probably all in the main mode but yeah they also have like a custom uh, that'd be games, cool to see like search so like when if the game keeps getting more players you could actually even if it doesn't you could actually make your custom game public and anyone can join it it just shows up on the like search bar and as you're going into a custom game it's like would you like to join these and it has a list of all these games going on that are still in the lobby if they're open Oh, nice. I didn't realize that they had added that ability. So you could actually do the custom game where it's the randoms uh, loot every time yeah. you pull stuff. Yeah, and there's a lot more like custom game features. There's a feature in custom games where it's called Show Director Unlimited. It's like Unlimited or Ultimate, something like that. I can't remember the exact name, but the Show Director has unlimited points and can use any of the director abilities. Like You get to pick your... Um, like you're set on the way in, I think it's like I don't remember how many you have, but like they can use them for an unlimited amount of time. Did they ever add the ability for the show director to take a zone? Out yes, of there's an open forbidden? zone um, card now. Okay, I thought so. I thought I had heard about that, but it's been a while since I played. Yeah, show director. I feel like a lot, a lot of people. I feel like not a lot of people use that anyway. I feel like it's kind of like a slept on card, sadly. Yeah. Um, I would like to see the game open it up to, like, 20 people. Then it would really definitely feel like the Hunger Games then. But, you know, the, as, as the way it stands right now, it's an amazing game. And there is a quite, a, quite a bit of replayability here. Um, also to mention, um, when the devs uh, had posted that they were going to be releasing in winter of this year... They also said that they're not going to be updating the game anymore until they finish everything off because they're polishing everything up and, and making it a better game. But as far as like updates and stuff, they're not going to be doing anymore and they're not going to be saying anything else about the game currently. But they are going to leave the servers up for people to continue to play the game. Um, from what I understand is I, I think everything you said is true, but when I did tweet out about the fact of no updates, they did comment on me saying that there will be updates. They never actually said no updates. They just mean smaller updates leading up to release. Okay. I, I know they said they weren't going to announce any of the Yeah, until they're fully though. finished. They're not going to be... There's going to be less transparency on that part, sadly. But I'm sure when we get the full release, we'll probably see, like you said, a new battle pass, tons of new things. I'm sure we're going to get tons of new equipment. Okay, so because this game is considered early release and there is... This, this dev team is actually going to make it a early release and then release the full game at the end of this year um 
I don't know if you guys feel about how about we revisit this game again after they release the full version. Yeah, that sounds like a really good idea, actually. Yeah, because there are there are some things that I think in its current state uh, could be improved. I found the sound to be really low on this game compared to other games. Yeah, I thought that too, actually. Um, and I feel like some of the, the movement and the animation, the combat as a whole could use a little polish too. So, um, you know, if they did that, I could see myself diving back in more because that was really the, the big thing for me is the combat just kind of felt hard to get my brain around because it's with the knockback and how the swinging goes and just feeling like I'm not getting enough feedback from when I actually make, you know, connect on a, a hit or something. Uh, so I definitely feel like there could be a little more polish on it, but I'm fine either way if we want to rate it now. Well, I do want back. to relate uh, rate. I do want to rate it in its current state. Um, so, Jeff, does it get your seal? Uh, it's like on the fence for me um, because there's a lot of good. It feels original. It doesn't just feel like a PUBG or Fortnite cash in. It feels like its own game. Uh, it's got a really some really cool base ideas that I'd like to see them build upon. Um, I'd like to see more survival elements and, uh, and yeah, I would like to see more players on the map, but I get as a small studio, they probably, what that entails is a lot. So, uh, I, I think right now in its current state, I would probably say no. Now, if they clean up those things and, um, make the combat a little more have a little more oomph to me I, I would change pretty easily because it, it's like barely a no though I mean there's a lot of good stuff here and I it's see a really good base for something better right, Jason uh, does it get your seal oh absolutely man um, I thought this game was going to be terrible but, <laughs> but, but after playing it and I, I played several games with Scott uh, yesterday and I just had a lot of I had a lot of fun with it. Every game, every battle was different. Uh, the show director that we we're playing with, he was really on it. He was closing zones. He was nuking places. Uh, I was I was freezing to death, and he he made me warm. I, I had a really good time with this game. I really enjoyed it. So it definitely gets my seal of approval. All right, Elliot, how about yourself? Jeff is barely a no. I'm gonna be barely a yes. Um, <laughs> I think it's different. I think it's different enough. I think the game director thing is really cool. Um, I think there's less fighting that you're playing per round, which I kind of is so-so to me. The low times were a little so-so to me. Um, I felt like I was playing with a lot of the same people. Like, if I would get on a Tuesday, I was playing with the yeah. same people all day on Tuesday. If I got on Thursday, it was the same people on Thursday. Um, and it seems like it's kind of on the decline, and I don't know if that's just, you know, this week with Twitter, them announcing that kind of stuff, but it just seemed kind of like it's not quite finished which it obviously isn't um i decided to make a youtube video about this though this week so if you want to see some gameplay and my thoughts or me rehashing it you can just look up elliot argues on youtube <laughs> to see some gameplay of the game so barely gets a yes if only we knew someone who streamed Imagine. the game i really don't know uh, do people stream this game with twitch interactions on i don't know like, is there a way to control the game? 
you know, we, we need somebody who streams it as well as posts videos of it on YouTube. Yeah, I, are there people like that? I have I don't other know. videos too. Yeah, there's a guy named. Uh, yeah. Were there a lot of people streaming? I never bothered to take a look, but are there Actually, how many yeah, people there, are typically there are streaming quite a few this game? Streaming there's a few. There's like um, eleven people partnered with the devs. Like I'm a Darwin partner, so I directly communicate with the devs. So there's at least eleven, <laughs> like people who stream it a lot. <laughs> so there's dozens see, of us. Uh, currently, Twitch has nine streamers streaming this. Nine viewers, no, yeah, probably. Uh, oh, yeah, nine streamers. Nine. Oh, oh, yeah, nine, nine viewers. Okay. I do feel like usually when I'm streaming it, there's probably two or three, so it's pretty good for like a small streamer trying to look for a game to start to grow on because like you don't have much competition and it's a small, like you were saying, you play the same people all the time, so it is a tight knit community to grow with. That is true because I, uh, I didn't stream this, but I had an experience with a game called Nuclear Throne. I used to play on PC a lot, and I got pretty good at it, and I streamed it a few times, and you know I went from zero to twenty-two, which you know I mean it's I don't still know. awesome. That's not a lot, but for a brand new Twitch channel, of course, yeah, everyone needs to find that you know? game, that niche so. game, to like find some viewers, you know, get that small little growth. And I feel like Darwin Project really is that game. That it's a small community, and once it releases in winter with a lot more eyes on it, if you become that small like creator in that platform, in that niche, and once it gets more ads and more eyes with ads, honestly, it's definitely a good start for a lot of small people. All right, so uh, this game. I love this game. This, I was excited when uh, we got to pull this game, and you guys got to play it with us. It's very enjoyable to me. I, I just I love the feel that it you know doesn't feel like any of the other battle royale games out there. Um, you know, I play Apex Legends, and I get totally hosed of those games just because you you know your health goes down so fast when you're getting popped off by you know somebody who's got near perfect aim. This game though. You know, I feel like I actually have a fighting chance in this game, whereas I don't in these other Battle Royale games. Um, so this one definitely gets my seal of approval. That is true. You don't ever really get just straight up deleted in this game. You, you always have a chance to uh, turn around at the very least as Agreed. opposed to just getting one sh one. Unless tap. you delete yourself oh and follow That's the worst feeling, like honestly. Especially with the yeah. boom shrooms, the things that you can hit around the map and go flying, dude. When you don't have a glider, you oh, accidentally. I love those. We didn't oh even talk God. about those. The boom shrooms are like They're my so favorite, and, and like, you know, most people like newer players don't realize how to. Yes, use them you don't know you can hit them and go you know, flying. They face them. Yeah, they well they'll hit them and they'll be facing the boom shroom and then they go flying and then they got to turn their body around midair, whereas if you put your back on the boom shroom and swing your axe, it's actually going to propel yeah. you forward and the direction you want to go in. Like, I've, when I've played, I've, like, ran past the boom shroom and then swing my axe at just the right time so I propel forward and go after the guy. Yeah, I also think it leads to a lot of cool shots while you're in the air, you know what I mean? Or shooting someone who is using a boom shroom away. Yes. They're a really cool aspect of the game. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love when people are near the boom shrooms and you, like, shoot it with your arrow instead of shooting the player and they just go Oh, yeah, flying. and I think, like, something that combines with that is, like, there's so many different kinds of electronics... And the fact that you could carry up to three, and there's so many ways to get the electronics, it's like they seem to always be dropping. That like those being popped mid-fight really change the game every time, so you never have the same battle. Oh yeah, uh, I saw one guy. He uh, posted a YouTube video where he was 
throwing down a turret, and then he would pop. That's barely crafty, right? That way, you. I think so. I, I follow him on Twitter, yeah, so I think, I think so. that's why I know he just posted that like the other day. Yes, he did, and it, you know it's, it's it's a very interesting tactic that he was doing, and there's you know so many of those types of tactics out there. Um, you know the bear traps you can use. Like a lot of people used to put them in uh, the windows yes. and the doorways of a, a cabin they're in, and then like people realize that they got to start swinging before they walk in the cabin, otherwise they're going to hit by one yeah. of the bear traps. There's also while mid fight, if you have a shrink electronic, you can become like a super small guy like so fast, and your hitbox becomes so hard to hit. But your damage goes half, but like still, it's a great way to get out or a great way to get some little hits in. Doesn't it also increase your uh, jumping? Yes, you jump higher. Yeah. And speed? Yep. Okay. And when you hit right. off a boost, um, you go further as a shrink. So this game is uh, budget arcade approved. Uh, Matt, Matt all do you want to uh, let them know where they can find you? Oh, all right. I got you. Oh, if you guys do want to check me out, you can check me out on... Twitter and Instagram at imatterall. That's I-M-A-T-T-E-R-A-L-L. And I stream almost five days a week over at twitch.tv slash matterall. No I on that one. Very good. <laughs> All right. We want to thank you for joining us. It's If you're listening on iTunes, we ask that you would leave us a four, five-star review. <laughs> Or four. Yeah, you know, if we are four. Yeah, we prefer five. Guys, you got to go for the five we'll stars. Take no, we can what get. is it, out of five? No, you want to ask them for the ten-star review. What are you talking about? Oh, we don't do half stars here. <laughs> I really don't it's know hilarious. what they wanted the response from that. No, you got to listen to one of our earlier shows. <laughs> that's Scott. It's that's like our first Scott. episode. You have to go way yeah, back. Go way back. Way in the archive. <laughs> oh my God. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that episode because it's an amazing episode. All right. And let's see. You can follow us on Twitter at Budget Arcade. From there, you can join our Discord. You can also join our Discord from our show notes. If you have any hate mail you'd like to send us, send it to budget.arcade at gmail.com. I know what Music I'll be doing. Music is provided. What's that? I said, I'll know what I'll be doing after this. You know, send some fake hate mail. <laughs> no, no, we only want legit yeah. hate mail. Oh, okay. Also, I'm sorry. Yeah. None of that fake stuff. Also, if you, you want to get some movie re- movie reviews in your day, you can head on over to Film Soliloquy in your favorite podcast app. I will say the last week's episode, um, I think, was the best episode that they've done so far. I really enjoyed it. Are you Thanks, guys man. Even though Scott was on it. Yeah, well, oh my god, I forgot. I, I put that, that horrible movie review in the back of my mind. That movie <laughs> sounded horrible. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, Jason, oh, uh, what uh, what do you give John Wick? Man, that movie oh my is... gosh, that I was the best, he did that. That was the best action movie of today's generation that gets a C+. How can you not say that? How can you... <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. What about Toy Story 4, though, guys? I saw that last night. I think that was that was a bomb. Man, Duke Kaboom, yes. man. Keanu walks away with that movie, too. It was such a good movie. I can't wait to see that film. I, I'm, I'm bringing my Buzz Lightyear to the theater. To Bill and Ted. Are they remaking Bill and Ted? Oh, wait, what? Yeah. They're, They're doing a new one. They're doing a sequel, right? Wait, there's a third one coming out? Yeah. Yes, the third I one. learned yeah. something today. They're let's filming go. it now. Like learn that. Now I'm hyped. When I'm sitting in the bathtub tonight, I'll be like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. Music is provided by Stimmage. You can download his music at metroidmetal.com. This has been a Little Gray Boy Podcasting Network production and game on. Hey, what are we playing next oh, week? Oh, crap. Thanks. <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Why I'm here. Uh, 
We're a professional podcast. Well, I'm going to edit it and put it in the right place. How about that? No, 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 no. There's <laughs> nope. no stepping back. No, you may not. Going forward. I'm That's s- how life works. Okay. I know. I, yeah. I wouldn't do that anyways. Yeah. We say that every single time. You let time. everybody That's know so how much human work. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's like, hey, edit that, Scott. And I'm like, no, that's staying in. That's why I pay an editor for my YouTube because I suck at that kind of stuff. <laughs> All right. So next week we are going to be playing Dota 2. Dota 2? D-O-T-A 2. Yes. Doo-doo 2. I can. Uh, do you guys like editing like Dota. happy sounds when you say it? Like, do we get like a whole crowd? Like, yeah. Listen, no. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go ahead and spoil <laughs> next week's the episode most basic for you. Things. you think if I didn't give might my seal of approval, you think Dota's <laughs> gonna get it? Please. Well, you know, get out of here. <laughs> I, I swear. I'm give it a f- Don't even bother listening. I'm gonna give it a fair share. You know, and then I'll probably shake it off. I'm not. But we'll see. I, what do you, what is Dota more 2 than, anyway? More than is five it minutes. MOBA? It's a uh, MOBA. Oh man! If you don't like LOL, if you don't like Smite, there's no way you're gonna like the next. There's thing. no there's chance. No chance. There's no it, chance. It wasn't that we watch me get didn't... like freaking addicted to it and then like never come on the podcast again because I'm just throwing my life <laughs> oh away. God. <laughs> now it wasn't that we didn't like Smite. It was just the fact that it's just so much to learn in the little bit of time that we actually play the game I couldn't see myself I would even say I like Smite if I were to get into a MOBA it would be Smite Smite. but I played Smite when it first came out onto Xbox so there was literally nothing to learn now the game is so complex the shop system everything's so complex that I don't think I could ever get back into Smite and there's so many more gods now there's like there's like an insane amount yeah, that's a little bit ridiculous. But, you know, whatever makes that money, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we got to say about Smite. <laughs> and awkward silence. We love you, Hyrule. F Smite and FTJ. <laughs> My God. <laughs> all right. Game on, everybody. Game on.